You're listening to the She Is Fierce podcast. I'm Kelly Youngs, the founder of She Is Fierce, a global women's network that elevates women's stories and gives you the tools and connections you need to live on purpose. We support female leaders and business owners who are ready to level up in business and life. We partner with and provide speakers and development programs for companies that believe in the power of supporting women on the rise. On our podcast, you'll hear the inspiring stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who have overcome challenges and built purpose-filled lives. And you'll get a behind-the-scenes look at my mission-driven business and learn how to brand and grow your own. Hi, everyone. I am back for the final episode of our official summer school series. I have loved creating these simple episodes to introduce you to just a few of the concepts we cover inside our membership community and answering some of the questions I hear all the time. Next week, we'll be going back to our regularly scheduled programming with interviews with fierce women sharing their stories and wisdom. But I've enjoyed creating these how-to episodes so much, so I'll be back with more of these as pop-up episodes in the future. Since we started this series, we have explored what it means to follow your passion and purpose, how to start your own business or side gig, and how to build a powerful personal brand or a business brand that connects with your ideal audience. And we've talked about how to avoid fear of failure and overcome challenges. If you have a specific question that you would like me to cover in one of my pop-up episodes, let me know. I would be happy to answer it myself, or I'd love to invite a guest expert on to answer your question. You can email our team at info at sheisfiercehq.com with your questions or theme suggestions. Today, I want to talk to you about a very simple concept to close out our summer school series that I think will help you as you come into the fall and plan for the year ahead. And that is setting your priorities and blocking time for what really matters. Now, I know this is a huge topic, but today I'm going to focus on one of the tools I've learned that if you actually implement it, will help you make real change in your overall schedule, reduce feelings of overwhelm, and help you make real progress toward the goals that matter to you. This is a very simple practice that can change your life called time blocking. Time blocking is basically the practice of prioritizing your time through pre-scheduling your calendar in a way that serves your goals first and your obligations second. So that means you will be creating very clearly defined blocks of time in your schedule for the various tasks and responsibilities you have. Let me ask you a question. If you open your calendar right now, is it just a mess of back-to-back meetings each day with very little time scheduled in to actually get the work done that the meetings are about, which means you have to get work done in the off hours, 
Oh, and maybe if you're a mom or a caregiver, you'll also have double bookings for work and non-negotiable personal obligations, like picking your kids up from school. Yeah, if that sounds like you, please know you are not alone. Almost every woman I meet from all walks of life with differing professional experiences and different goals is suffering from some form of overwhelm. You can't necessarily get rid of all of those obligations, but you can prioritize them by blocking your time to serve your goals, not just the many tasks other people have asked you to manage. So first things first. In order to successfully block your time, you have to acknowledge, truly acknowledge, these two different categories. One, your non-negotiable obligations versus your negotiable obligations. And number two, your goals and what actions you need to take to achieve them. Number one, your non-negotiable obligations. In order to do this, you first have to start by recognizing where you are now without judgment. There are many tasks on your list and meetings you have scheduled that are not non-negotiable, even if you don't feel like you have a choice right now. The first thing I want you to do is write out all of the tasks you have on your to-do list right now and the regular meetings that you have scheduled. Now, you can add in other common obligations that don't have set times and don't tend to be in your calendar, but you know will pop up consistently. Examples of these might be stopping by to check on an elderly parent because they've called you with a request, staying late to finish a work project because your boss or client has made another last-minute request, or moving your schedule around last minute to accommodate your children's activities. When you're done with this exercise, you should have a full list of the many tasks and appointments you are regularly managing written down. And I know that can be validating, but also just overwhelming. So take a long, hard look at this list and get out your red pen. Put a star next to every item that is absolutely non-negotiable if you want to continue to live your life as you are now. Now, get ruthless. You're going to cross out anything that can be easily removed from your list. Decide what you can absolutely delete by saying no in the future. What obligations are on your list that you're doing simply because someone asked you to? Maybe you're like one woman I know who was the president of her school PTA. Even though she had a full-time job, she was managing her kids and caring for her parents. When I asked her, why are you taking on this years-long responsible role with many stakeholders when your stress level is already off the charts? Her answer was, well, they asked because no one else could do it, and I knew I would do a good job. Okay, if some version of her story sounds like your life, please hear this. Just because you can do something, or even if you would be the best person to do something, doesn't mean you have to do it. You have an obligation to yourself to care for your own well-being, and part of that is not taking on projects just because others aren't up to the task 
or don't want to. Maybe they've learned how to say no first, and you can use them as inspiration. The second step to knowing what is and what is not negotiable is to decide what does have to get done, but maybe not by you. Decide what you can delegate. Some easy examples might be tasks that you can delegate to others, like giving your kids responsibilities, like doing the dishes in the evening or washing their own clothes. Other areas you may want to consider delegating, if you're in a position to, include hiring a housekeeper so you're not overwhelmed by clutter or mess every day, buying pre-made meals so you don't have to cook a full meal each night, or even doing meal prep on the weekend if you prefer to make your own meals. Or delegating the project you just don't want to give up control over to someone on your work team. I know it's hard to give up control, but I promise you someone else can do it. So, with our first step of deciding what your non-negotiable tasks are, you will know what tasks on your current list you will keep, which you will say no to in the future and which you can now feel empowered to delegate. And that means you're ready for the next step, number two, focusing on your goals and what actions you need to take to achieve them. If you are struggling to really clarify or articulate your goals, don't worry. You can refer back to podcast number 40, where we talk about following your passion and purpose, Or you can jump into our full goal-setting workshops and workbooks within the She is Fierce membership to flesh these goals out. Once you do have your goals clarified, I want you to look at your calendar again, not your original task list, your calendar. If your schedule is all over the place with back-to-back events, meetings, obligations, this is your chance to clear the decks. You've already identified the tasks and obligations that you can either delete from your calendar and life, and maybe some that you can also delegate. So the first thing I want you to do is remove all of those items from your calendar. You can do this one month into the future or however long you think you'll need to make sure you had time to graciously say no or to delegate. Then look at what is left. Are there blocks of similar meetings all over the place. For example, are you meeting about one project in the morning on a Monday, the same project in the afternoon on Tuesday with someone else, maybe then again on Thursday and Friday? That randomness all over your calendar is costing you mentally and emotionally, whether you realize it or not. You're forcing yourself to jump around mentally between projects all week long. So consider condensing your similarly themed meetings by bringing multiple parties together, or if you can't do that, bring the meetings together in the same block of time. Maybe you're going to block nine to 12 on a Wednesday for a specific project, and you might have multiple meetings during that time, but you won't have them all week long and constantly be having to figure out where you are. Once you've decided which meetings you're going to block, consider the actual work you have to do. Both the tasks you've identified as still important or non-negotiable, and, and honestly, here's the wonderful part of time blocking. 
you can add in the tasks that will move you closer to your goals. So at this point, you should have three things in mind. Number one, your meetings and appointments, all nicely blocked by theme. Number two, your necessary tasks and work that you need to get done. And number three, the tasks that you are going to add into your schedule to help move you closer to your goals. Now, you can build out a calendar that includes time blocks of an hour or multiple hours for related meetings, related work, and time for your goals and planning. If you have the ability to do so, if you're maybe a business owner or a leader with some autonomy, I highly suggest blocking a full morning or even a full day of work each week to plan and do the work that you need to be ready for the week ahead. I love those Fridays when I can have no meetings and just get all the projects that have been hanging over me done and I have time to think about what comes next. Before I discovered and implemented time blocking, I absolutely never had a block of time when I could think clearly without jumping around mentally. Those mental gymnastics make it hard to get into your zone of genius. Give yourself the freedom to plan for a life well-lived, to work on your goals, to get the tasks done that are necessary, and to enjoy, and at least get good results from, the meetings that you do have on your schedule. Doing this can sound so overwhelming before you get started. But once you actually sit down and start moving things around, saying no to all of those extra obligations, and building a schedule that serves your goals, you will see positive change in your life. I have never spoken to anyone who tried time blocking and didn't see positive results. You will likely adapt your schedule over time to work even better for you. But taking the time to work through this process allows you to build some freedom into your schedule. It reduces your sense of overwhelm and it gives you permission to think bigger about why you're doing everything you're doing and what time and effort you are willing to expend to get the results you want. So don't be overwhelmed by the process. Allow yourself to say no. Allow yourself to delegate. And give yourself the freedom of time and space by moving things around to add in some practical tasks or meetings that are going to help you hit those big picture goals you've been dreaming about. I so hope that this summer school series has inspired you to think outside of your everyday and to follow your passions and purpose. And I hope it's given you some of the tools that you need to do just that. And if you are a business owner or a leader, I have some awesome news to share. We are opening the doors to our fall CEO Mastermind Circle Intensive, which kicks off with live coaching sessions on September 21st. Inside this group of powerful, mission-driven women, you have the chance to work with me directly on your business goals 
and everything from the build out of your business offers and pricing to building a brand, learning how to make more sales, and getting the press attention on the work you're doing, and tons more. You can learn more about the program and everything that it includes at sheisfiercehq.com forward slash CEO. Or you can email me directly at kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, at sheisfiercehq.com to set up a time to talk and see if this program is a great fit for you. The best part is you get more than just eight weeks of intensive sessions this fall. You get access to a full year of programming, in-person events, and more, all included in your CEO Mastermind Circle membership. And if you're looking for a program that helps you through live virtual interactive coaching alongside other female business owners and leaders with both group connection and one-on-one time with me and our She is Fierce leadership team, this could be a great fit for you. So reach out to kelly at sheisfiercehq.com or find out more details at sheisfiercehq.com forward slash CEO. I can't wait to connect with you and to help you bring your vision to life. I have so enjoyed experiencing this summer school series with you, and I can't wait to join you guys again next Tuesday when I will be back to interviewing fierce women about their powerful stories and the wisdom that they have to share. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the She Is Fierce podcast. Join our community of fierce female leaders and women on the rise who are ready to level up, make more money, find more joy, and make their mark in the world inside our She Is Fierce membership, our high-level CEO mastermind circle for entrepreneurs, or at one of our sold-out live events. Choose how you want to get involved at sheisfiercehq.com.